everyone, welcome back to Chester Island Girl Tracy. Yep, there's a, there's a little something I was listening to just now that got kind of recorded, but you know what happened to have that rule that you can have like, I think 10 seconds to preview a song. So you just preview the song I'm listening to right now called Medusa. Anyway, so this month is the month of love. Anything like chocolate, which is sweet, and you know, you, you might have like your, your little chili sticks up in there, make it a little bit spicy, you know? But this month is the month of love, and not only is the month of love, but it's also the month of black history. So you know what happened? This month we're celebrating the black love. Holla at it! And I have a few surprises in store for you guys. So, be on the lookout, especially February, let me see, what day is it? Um, oh, perfect, February 14th, perfect day, which is Valentine's Day, you're going to get a special little, I have a little special something, something in store for you guys, but back to the discussion, so this month is all about celebrating, you know, basically just being black, and to me, as an African-American, you know, some of the things that I'm really enjoying this month are the old-time music. I want to hear the old-time music. I'm talking about the old-time music where you have, like, a Deborah Cox. How did you get here? You know what I mean? Like, come on. How could you not be into a song like that? Or you have your Tony Braxton, ooh. I get so high when I'm around you, baby. I... Okay, that is like my my little ignorable <laughs> singing, singing. But you have your your Tony Braxton, your Deborah Cox, your Whitney Houston, your T is it Tamia, Tamia, Tamia. Then you have your Monica, your Brandies. You know, back in the days, especially in the nineties, music was so beautiful. Like, I would say, music nowadays, well, don't get me wrong, there are some good artists out there. The old-time music, it just puts you in a vibe. And it just have you, like, this vibe and this, like, smooth control. And it's actually a time when you can sit down and listen to an entire album and enjoy the journey that the artist would actually bring you on, you know? We, hell, yesterday, for instance, I was vibing to Missy Elliott. You know, I'm really, really hot. When I put this record, whatever, you know what I'm saying. You have your Missy Elliott, your TLC. I don't want no scrub. Scrub is a guy that can get no love from me. Come on. Then you have Leah. You know, ain't there nothing but a number. Come on. So, yeah. So, this week has been a lot of reflecting on, I guess, you can see my teenage years <laughs> yeah my teenage years like I remember you know being in you know being on the verge of basically high school like I can remember the day Aaliyah died like there was no tomorrow you know like I remember some news just, just like this news flash like Aaliyah playing went down and just like 
no, why Aaliyah? She was so young and she was becoming this big time artist. You know, she did the movie, her last, the last movie she did, which was um, Queen of the Dance. Like, remember that movie where like she's a vampire and just like she was so sexy and like, oh my God, Aaliyah. Like, if Aaliyah was alive today. God knows what the music would have been like because she was so smooth in her deliverance and music back in those days was so smooth, was so smooth and she was just like so carefree that you, you wonder what would music be like today if certain artists didn't A, switch up the way they create music and B, a few artists that have passed away if they were alive what would have been our present state of music? <sighs> you know, like we have the the the, the oldest of the artists, like um, who is it? Like take take for instance, Mariah Carey, or even Tony Braxton. You know, like they have these very long successful career, but they change the way they do music. Then now it's just like when they put up an album, like you get hype, you're like oh my god, like I even went to your Braxton with that, and then you listen to it, just like yeah, not one of her best. And don't get me wrong, I love Tony, but you just cannot nowadays sit down and enjoy an entire album, and you know, like I think the last album I sat down and I listened to that was enjoyable was Lizzo. Lizzo, I would say her album, her last album was very good. But it's it's hard for me nowadays to sit down and enjoy you know the music of today. Then we have um TV shows. So in terms of love, I am loving this new show. So it's not new. It's actually old, but I never really looked at it until now. And that is Snow Piercer. I believe I'm pronouncing it correctly, but I may not. <laughs> but there's a show called Snow Piercer. And it's about basically this train that's for like the, the last 700, like not even 700, like seven years, were basically just going non-stop, never stopped. And it's like the survival of the human race. To me, that show is like off the chain. Off the chain. I am loving it. It's like sexy and dark, yet dramatic. <laughs> and you know, it's just like the, the love that you, that you see also. So, Sorry about that. Yeah, so it's, it's a quite intriguing show, and I would highly recommend that. Now, I have to so I have to say, so <clears throat> talking about going back to the days, let's talk about what happened on Sunday, January thirty first. We basically kicked off the whole Black History Month, and that is. The Wendy Williams movie. So first, she dropped the movie. And you know what? You learned a lot about her struggles. So you see all those little 
things that, that you're hearing in the news, like what was fiction from what was real, it's interesting to be like, ooh, I remember that. I don't want you to think it live on TV. Ooh, ooh, like, you know, there was a lot of those moments of like, oh, I remember this happening. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And what was true from fiction. And I just, I thoroughly enjoyed the Wendy William movies on Lifetime. And then it followed up with her um, documentary. And the one thing I gathered from the documentary is that, number one, you can't tell someone who to love. And unfortunately, someone who I, I, I would say she, she truly loved wholeheartedly was Kevin. She really loved her Kevin Hunter. What that's, if there's anything to take away from the movie and then from herself, she lost a lot when it came to the love of her life. Like I would say Kevin really was the love of her life. And when she found out, and when she found out that one, he had his mistress got pregnant for, for him, it sorry. Yeah, so sorry about that. So yeah, so there was one thing to go away that she truly loved Kevin. And it hurt when she saw when she found out that his mistress got pregnant for him. And I think the pregnancy really made her unhinged. Like I, I would really truly say that because according to words from my own mouth, Kevin had cheated in the past. But it wasn't until he cheated and got his, this woman, Sharina, however her name is, pregnant, that it sent her over the edge. And then I think it also had to do with the fact that as a woman, she decided on her own that she was not going to get pregnant after all the difficulties she went through to have Kevin Jr. And then come to find out that here comes this, this other chick getting pregnant for her man. No, 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 no. You know? So I think that really sent her over the edge. And I hope that she finds love again. And not only does she find love, but she, she surrounds herself with love. Because to me, I don't think she's malicious in the things that she do or the things that she says. Because she's reporting the same facts that everybody else is reporting, you know. And there's some people who actually turn to her and say, hey, so-and-so is doing this. Is it her fault that so-and-so is coming to her with information? And you know what happens? Some of these dirty-ass people, in, especially in the music industry, need to be outed. People shouldn't be protecting these nasty things like R. Kelly when they're pissing on a little girl. Allegedly. They just put allegedly. And actually, everything I put into to, to Wendy Williams, actually, I shouldn't say allegedly, but you know, just in case, let me say allegedly. But, you know, with, with the whole, like, R. Kelly situation, allegedly, you know, pissing on a little girl. Like, come on, he needed us to be out in. So if she did the right thing, why is she being crucified for the next man? Like, come on. He even got married to Lee at a young age. Like, come on. And I, and I feel as though with Hollywood, some things 
are acceptable to society when it comes to Hollywood, but not when coming to like the the overall society as a whole. It's like, <clears throat> like come on, like I remember when back in the days. The, 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 let's 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 go there. The Hillary Duff. Like I remember all these girls in the nineties like, oh, I'm a virgin. I'm saving myself for marriage. Get to see like big ass. Um, what's his name? Maddox, you know, Benji Maddox, or whatever his name is, you know, shocking up with with Hillary Duff and saying, oh, I'm still a virgin, or kind of eluded the fact that you're still a virgin. And it's like, come on, what a big ass grown man doing with your ass? You ain't just like sitting there doing nothing, allegedly. You know what I mean? Like, some things, like I said, is acceptable. To society for certain reasons, and then others they turn the blind eye to. Actually, no, certain things are unacceptable to society, yet they turn a blind eye to certain things, such as Hollywood. Like, I think Hollywood get away with a lot of shit, and the music industry also get away with a lot of shit. But come on, you know, let me not get all political. I just wanted to just come on here real quickly and just talk about the, like, the love that we have going on for this month. So, like I said, I have a couple of surprises in the store. And one of them is going to be on the 14th, which is Valentine's Day, the day of love. <laughs> and you know that, that, that movie, um... Um, what's that name? Damn. The movie that come up is with Amy Adams. Jesus. What's that woman's name? Amy Adams. Um, Happily Ever After. Once Upon a Time. No. Damn. The name is not coming to me. I'm going to let you know real quick. Enchanted. <laughs> the name of the stupid movie is Enchanted. Like, I like that movie. Honestly, when it comes to me, I am a hopeless romantic. A hopeless romantic. So, um, hope everyone having an enjoyable first week of February. And let's remember our past. And especially as a black community, remember all those who have made a sacrifice for our black community in the past. Those who continue to rally for us in the present and work towards a better future for our kids, our future, our future generation will not have to endure the hardships of the past and present. So let's hope for betterment and hope, hopefully society as a whole will be better for our kids later on. And generations to come. So once again, hope you all enjoying Black History Month, the month of love, and you know Valentine's Day coming up. And actually, when coming to the Valentine's Day, you should be celebrating the month of love every freaking month, every freaking day. There should be somebody that you love every single month, every single day, every every single second of every minute. So that's <laughs> just my take on this whole this whole month and hope you enjoy your week bye and thank you for listening to chats with adam girl tracy
बाय